Welcome to Figures Podcast with one and only Chase Irons. Chase, I think everybody in the fitness community owes you a beer. <laughs> a beer. <laughs> I've, been, I've been seeing a lot more people uh, talking about what they're doing now. And it's it's good. Yeah. It's nice. I like it. But <laughs> It's funny, yeah. huh? And it, did you get a lot of uh, positive response from uh, like people in the know and uh, IFB pros that are doing something similar, but have to keep it hush-hush for your sponsors and not to uh, entice their younger audience? It's been it's been very uh, accepting and very eye-opening seeing how many people have reached out and been like, hey, man, I'm doing this too. And I'm, I've got a friend, he's doing like 40 IUs of growth and whatever. And it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> but it's just like, yeah, people have come out of the woodwork, like telling me, yeah. you know, what you're doing is not super uncommon, you know? So it's no, it isn't. Nice, I mean, nice to hear. I think, I think we've all been know that this has been going on and you were probably planning for this for a while. <laughs> right? I think I had to stock up and make sure you have enough supply. Yeah. And, and then you start doing it and you you literally mutated in front of everybody, which has been very inspiring to see. Yeah. Um, so so break it down for us. Like, how, how's it been going the last three, four months? So, I mean, yeah, the, the last three, three to four months, uh, it, it started off like we ended my fertility protocol when mm -hmm. we were, you know, officially pregnant, all that set and uh, going mm -hmm. very well. Um and uh, so once once that happened, then immediately jumped back on test and uh, Primo at a very low dose. Mm -hmm. It was like 375 and 150, I believe. And then just that, that was February, middle of February, and just started titrating up from there right. until I got to the really big doses. Um, let's see. May. In May, I was at 2,000 test mm. 800 primo and i right. got blood work at that point and then and then quickly moved up to 3500 test and 1400 master on from the start of july no it was like no there was middle of june middle of june through until uh until i got blood work and then mm -hmm. since then I've kind of backed off just a little bit just because I was kind of sick of pinning so much, but not much. <laughs> like I backed, <laughs> I backed off to 3000 tests and <laughs> oh, so modest. <laughs> yeah, I backed off to 3000 tests and eight uh, or no, 600 primo is where I'm sitting right now. Mm -hmm. And if, if you, I, I've been going back and forth between Mastron and primo because it's, it's one tends to run out of stock uh, you know, when mm. I'm ready to re-up on it. So I go back to the other one and it, going back and forth with that, I haven't really noticed much of an issue with it. But so now right. I'm at 600 Primo, 3000 tests. And based on the blood work that I saw, I feel pretty good about it. And I think yeah, I might, might maybe we're just like, <laughs> eh, maybe we'll go back up to 3,500, maybe play around with that. So, um, right. so yeah, no, things are going good. And the, the progress has been, very nice <laughs> uh, oh and the whole sure. time I mean, you, <laughs> yeah. you started what at like 240 soft or, yeah, or even yeah. lower so no yeah, yeah I, that's in middle of february uh when mm -hmm. the trt thing or not the uh the fertility thing ended i had mm -hmm. been basically on trt doses or less from mm -hmm. february the year before 
all the way through. So right. it was about a year of TRT or less. And like, yeah. yeah, my, my test blood work numbers were always like 500 nanograms or less. <sighs> so yeah. So I was 240, pretty soft, um, mm -hmm. middle of February. And yeah, the, I, my weight peaked at 280 and I held that for about four weeks and, uh, mm. Yeah, so it was pretty consistent there. It kept pretty easily held there, you know, not really feeling super full every day and just kind of chilling and enjoying right. everything. And uh, but yeah, so it was middle of March that I started 18 IUs of growth right. hormone. Mm -hmm. So there was there was very little growth hormone. I, mean, I think it was like six, four or six IUs up until middle of March. And then I was Breakfast. like, okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then it was like, okay. Then I was like, okay, let's, let's get serious with this and see what's up. And went 18 IUs from March 15th all the way through until still today, still doing that. So, so let's, so let's see the, how yeah. many months is that? So that's uh, March 15th, right? So that's basically now one, two, three, four, five. So that's five months on 18 IUs per day. Yes. Now, secretly, we just I got to double check. Are, are you HIV positive? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> because it is it is the HIV positive dose, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right. yeah. So that's uh, so you got the medical dose. Is it the medically approved dose? Mm -hmm. um, but you don't have the medical condition that it's generally prescribed for. So this is mm -hmm. nothing unheard of. People do this. Uh, yes. Under doctor supervision, obviously. Now we can play our own doctor because we've been doing this for such a long time. Yeah. So 18 IUs of growth. I think you're the first who ever documented something like this on YouTube. Right? I, Guys, correct I, me I, if I'm wrong down below I in the comment heard. section. I, I've seen this, you know, talked about on the GH15 message boards, on professional muscle, on, on intense muscle maybe here and there, you know, higher doses of GH, but I've never ever in my life seen anybody be as forthcoming with the information as you have done so the yeah. last couple of weeks. So again, the entire fitness industry owes you a beer or, <laughs> or maybe a whiskey or whatever you prefer. Right? We're right. going to be at Swiss and the Mr. Olympia, so come up to Chase and give him, uh, give him a big bear hug because <laughs> right. it's... Yeah, well, dude, it's clearly working, right? And, you know, oh, all yeah. of us have been talking about this kind of stuff for ages. Just keep it simple, test and a DHT derivative or just test. Yeah. Yeah. And high dose of growth, a little bit of insulin, and you'll mutate. And here yeah. we are. And yeah, I mean, that's, an, that's know, another that thing. Works. <laughs> <laughs> that's another thing. Uh, insulin, my insulin has only been pre-workout. So I've just, hmm. I've been doing that pre-workout. I haven't been on Lantus or anything like that this whole time. No metformin, yeah. no berberine, just, yeah, pre-workout insulin about, it depends on the day, whether it's a high carb day or not. It's between five and 10 IUs of, uh, mm -hmm. of, I do Humulin R intramuscular. Um, ah, I like hurry, it. Huh? Well, yeah, I, I like works. it. I like it's, it's been, it's been strangely, it's been more. I guess I wouldn't say predictable, but more, it just, I, I haven't had any hypo issues with it compared mm. to Humalog where sometimes Humalog just, it, it sneaks up it on me. Yeah. So it hits hard. Yeah. yeah it hits hard. Yeah. I know. So yeah, I've been yeah. doing, doing that as far as insulin goes for anybody. I, I get that question so many times. How much insulin do you have to use on that? <laughs> it's like, I mean, <laughs> not really like my, it's crazy. Like my blood sugar stays relatively low. Um, I was surprised to see what my 
hemoglobin A1C was. I, it, I thought mm. it was higher than I expected it, but still, every time that I check my blood sugar before a meal, when I do, it's always like 85, 90, and I'm like, it's been like two hours. Mm. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, right. So, so how, yeah, how many carbs are you eating right now? How many carbs? Yeah, I mean, on like my, my baseline day, it's like 600 grams of carbs, and then like a high day is like 900 to 1,000, and then a yeah. low day is going to be like 300 carbs. So okay. You start carb cycling those. just to kind of keep the body fat off and just go by activity level and that kind of stuff. Yeah, and it keeps it interesting. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It keeps I it mean, slamming, yeah, slamming, slamming a thousand carbs per day does start to creep up on you mentally, you know. Oh it's, yeah, uh, it's quite rough. Yeah, I've done it for a while, for a couple of weeks, and that, that mm. was with insulin and thyroid medication, just to kind of help with the turnover. And yeah. I was literally burning up inside. You know, I was eight IU's of growth, and and again at the dose with you know a hefty amount of tests and eight IU's of growth, I yeah. was uh, I never had issues with blood glucose. I think. You know, we all go into the literature, right? And then we mm -hmm. start researching about the growth hormone and the free from fatty acids and the potential for insulin resistance. But all these scientific literature studies, they never account for high dosages of tests. That's yeah. in the context of, uh, again, HIV patients or, or um, you know, the dwarfism, right? Or, or kids with short stature, where mm -hmm. they get administered higher dosages of growth hormone, but they're not training like we do. They're not manipulating their diet like we do. And they're certainly not on a boatload of steroids <laughs> or high dose of testosterone like mm -hmm. we do. So what we usually see anecdotally with the bodybuilders is that you know, when they go high dosages of growth hormone, usually it's high dosage of steroids as well. And it actually helps with nutrient partitioning and insulin sensitivity quite dramatically to the point you don't need lantus, to the point you don't need metformin or berberine, like you said, or any you know particular method to control your blood glucose levels because you just burn through it. Do you do a little bit of cardio for that matter or, or you know, like well, what's your daily schedule like right now? I mean, you got your home gym and, and you basically yeah. roll out of bed, go to the home gym and then just. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, so cardio, you know, through what was it? Because originally this whole thing started because I was going to try to get lean for our Greece mm -hmm. vacation. Ah, so right. yeah. that that's why everything was starting. So from pretty much middle of February when the cycle started on through middle of June was when that trip was. I was doing an hour of cardio every morning throughout all of that. Oh, wow. Since yeah. coming back, I've backed that off to 30 minutes of cardio every morning uh, fasted. Mm -hmm. um, so that's been what I've been keeping up with uh, on that. Right. And it's it's been enough, you know, to kind of just keep things keep things lean and where they are and blood sugar good and all that so yeah but you, i think you've been kind of recomping the entire way through because i mean <laughs> you you come you came from a point of not wanting to take your shirt off to looking yeah. jacked and tanned um <laughs> you know in, <laughs> in a matter of a couple of months hey, how sure. was it in uh, in greece like i saw you went to what santorini did that beautiful uh, coastal area with all the beautiful white uh, houses and yes. hotels <laughs> and I, I remember i shot you a message and this is exactly what you know, grinding on YouTube should be. Right? Sure. Once in a while, you go treat yourself. Yeah, no, yeah those... it, was, it was good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We were we were in Athens for a couple of days, and we went to Mykonos for a couple of days, mm -hmm. and then we were in Santorini for like four or five days. So oh, yeah, it was beautiful. really good. It was it was nice. It was pretty pretty relaxing, um, mm -hmm. and not super hot. Not not as hot as I was expecting. I was expecting huh. to be sweating all the time, but yeah, no, it was like. 
70 to 80 degrees out. So yeah, it was pretty mm. nice out there. So they got the nice, nice sea breeze, you know, from the Mediterranean yeah, going on. Do you get a lot of stairs? There was a, <laughs> there was a lot of, there's a lot of, a lot of words, compliments, a lot of interesting words. Every, every couple blocks, it felt like Hilarious. It, was, it was interesting though, like looking around there. Cause like my wife kept noticing it too. And she was like, you are, oh, people say something everywhere we go. What the heck is going on here? And I was oh, like, well, like I, I mean, if you look around, like I have, I, I, there, I didn't see one other person that I would be like, oh yeah, he lifts, you know, like it's not, it's not that common, especially, you know, out that in that area. But so, yeah, it was, it was really it was funny. It was really funny how much, you know, every, every restaurant, you know, anybody that was serving us anything. Yeah. It was, it was really funny. There was a, there was this one steakhouse we went to and, uh, I was looking at the, the menu and I was really hungry. I was wanting a big steak and they had a list of steaks, but it was like, they didn't have the price. The price mm. was per hundred grams. So it was like ah, it so didn't have the weight calculation. Oh, it didn't have to wait. So you just it didn't have the weight. Get listed. something, yeah. Uh -huh. So it was it was whatever they had in stock. You know, you'd ask them. You know, what do you what weights do you have here? So you know, I I was sitting there, and the guy comes up, and I, I ask him about that, and he like he looks at his list, and he goes, mm, I have an eleven hundred gram one, <laughs> and I was like. <laughs> You know what? Let's you do know it. Bring out yeah, the yeah. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, yeah, you got that. <laughs> and, and so it's funny. Up, uh, went a hundred bucks, hundred bucks steak. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, dude, it was like it was like twelve bucks per hundred grams, I believe. Oh damn, yeah. So he brings he brings this massive thing out, and I like like I said, we were out all day, like. On vacation, I typically eat like two meals a day. So yeah, same um, here. Yeah, you walk yeah. a lot, you sightsee, you keep your insulin sensitivity high, and then when you do yeah. eat, it's whatever. Yeah, you, know, you enjoy so, yourself. So I ate, I ate the steak, ate the whole thing. But it was really funny when he was, he kept walking by us and like kept looking and see how I was doing. But he took another steak like across to another couple, and they were sharing it, <laughs> like a big steak. They were sharing it, and then. And then they were done. He picks up, they, they wanted a box for it. He picks it up and he's like, he walks it past our table and he's like looking at me. He's like, <laughs> he's like they didn't finish. Yeah, he knows, so he knows. It yeah. was pretty funny though. But yeah, no, it, good, man. it was, it was interesting to see uh, all the comments, but it was fun. So you were, you were off cycle for a full, what, 10 days, 13 yeah, days? 10 days? Didn't bring anything? Yeah. <clears throat> no, I didn't bring Did anything. Did you lose all your gains? Did you lose all your gains? No. So like when I left, when I left, I was 275. The day of leaving, we were two, I was 275. And when I got back, I was 265. And it just looked drier and right. and drier and harder. And uh, yeah, I came back. Um, that was like the first thing I did when I got back was shot all my shit real quick. And <laughs> it, within a week, I think it was within two weeks, I was past 275 and at like 280 at that point. And then mm -hmm. kind of just chilled around there for since, since then. So, right. Yeah. And now how yeah. long are you going to do a show now end of the year or maybe beginning of early next year? Like this is basically your, your Mr. Olympia cycle now, right? We're all <laughs> planning for the Mr. Olympia. I'm still <laughs> waiting for that good result. So I'm not on cycle or anything yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So. 
Yeah, no, I, I, I'm thinking about like a show early next year, I think would be cool. Um, I know Fuad has the Detroit pro ah, show, yeah. which it has the amateur side to it as well. So that's in April. So like mm -hmm. I can cut, you know, January through there. So uh, that's one thought uh, that I think would be really cool because there's going to be a lot of a lot of guys out there, a lot of big names going to that. So mm -hmm. I think it'd be fun to meet everybody there. But um, yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. But um, I am at this point, I do need to kind of start dieting a little bit, um, mm -hmm. mostly for that CCTA test that I'm all doing. right yeah so <laughs> so <laughs> it's so weird tell us, tell us about so it <laughs> yeah so <laughs> so i did I, I it was just last week i did a consultation to get a ccta done which is where they inject you with a dye it goes through your heart and then they do a cat scan mm -hmm. of your heart to see if you have any uh plaque buildup plaque mm -hmm. blockages all that stuff so um so he gets to, we're getting towards the very end of like the consultation. He's, he's asked me all like the test questions to make sure that everything's okay. And he gets to my height and weight. And I don't know why I said, I said, I said 5'10", 270, because I didn't, for some reason, I didn't want to say 280 to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even though I am. I, and it was just like, that's just what I, that's just what I, what came out. And, uh. And he goes, okay, so you need to have a BMI of 39 for this. So let me just do that calculation real quick. And I was like, oh, shit, I didn't even think about that. And yeah. he, 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 he looks at it, he goes, and 5'10", 270 is exactly 39. <laughs> so, and I was like, what a good guess. <laughs> thank God, thank God. I know. Yeah. So, you, but, so, so he approved me. He uh, approved me for it, but he said they're going to test all these things again when I go in. So I got to be under 270 uh, at least when we do that, which it's not scheduled yet. They're supposed to, they're going to call me sometime this week to like get it in the books. But um, so, yeah, I it's need to. Pernovia, right? Pernovia CTA. Not, no, not through them. That, that was, that's, that's another thing that I'd, I'm interested in doing, but no. So mm. I, I'm getting mine through the company's called Heartbeat Health. And mm -hmm. so like you do it, you do it through them. It's, it's private. Of course, you gotta, you gotta pay for it and all that mm -hmm. great stuff. But, um, yeah. but yeah, no, that if you, if you are, you know, the right size and, and qualify <laughs> to do it, they'll, they'll do it if you, you know, give them the money for it. So, mm -hmm. um, so that's why I'm doing that through that, that other thing though, is very interesting. The pre nuvo thing, pre nuvo.com, yeah. so, whatever yeah. that was. So so Derek sent it to me a while back. He said, when oh, yeah. you go to the U.S., you should do this. But I'm not really sure if I should do it again because I already had a CAT scan, a CT scan with a iodine contrast a while ago, and my CAC score was zero. Yeah. Of course, that's mostly for the hard black, not really for the soft black. So it would be good to kind of check it again. Um, but I have to do a little bit more research. I might do a full body MRI here in Thailand. That's not too expensive. Mm -hmm. And then do the Pernuvo um, when I get to LA on the back end of my trip. So it will be sometime in mid-November. And then uh, then I got some good content to make a video about. Fingers crossed yeah. everything will be okay. But of course, like my, my calcium score was zero, right? The last time. But yours was what? What was so it? Like a while so back? February of 20, 2022, it was 123 mm -hmm. is what mine was. Mm -hmm. So that's... 
that's what that was uh, back then. And that's that's what kind of stopped me in my tracks. Mm-hmm. And I, at that point, like because in February, I, I dropped everything, dropped down to a TRT dose. And I was like, OK, let's figure mm-hmm. this, figure this whole thing out. And from then until uh, February of this last year, I went back, mm-hmm. checked it again and, and got a zero. So okay. it's uh, yeah. No, Tell I us went, your but, protocol. <laughs> so it was a shitload of vitamin K2. <laughs> a lot of K2, basically. Yeah. No, did so do, I found... I did found, you do natokinase and seropeptase and lumbrokinase? Did you do those? Uh, natokinase, yes. I had yeah, that. Not, not, not the other ones, though. But So I was doing, okay. I was doing uh, uh, 8,000... What okay. is it? F, FUs is what they call CF, it. Yeah, CFU. Yeah, yeah so I was 8,000 natokinase. My um, K2 dose, so the, the product that I was using for that um, the is called... Gero formulas? It, it's called, no, it, it, or maybe, it's called concentrated K mm. um, no, with a K. Yeah, so it, concentrated mm. with a K. Concentrated K is what it's called. Um, and the dose, it, it's, it's like a really, a really... Uh, big dose like let me let me see i think the, if you buy like concent- concentrated k from the guy on the street to get something good right <laughs> <laughs> okay so this so i was taking two of these a day so one one uh-huh. pill of this has um half a milligram of mm-hmm. vitamin k2 so not micrograms it's half a milligram so yeah. that's 500 micrograms, micrograms. of yeah. k2 um, and then it has, uh, and that's the AK, K2 MK7, and then it has 25 milligrams, so 2,500 micrograms, or 25,000 micrograms of vitamin K2 MK4. Wow. And then, it, yeah, <laughs> and then it has Holy five, then it has 5,000 micrograms of vitamin K1. Wow. So it's, it's, it's a... That's some heavy shit. It's a, I mean, it's expensive, but... A, mm. a bottle, a bottle for sixty. So a, one month's worth for me is forty five dollars doing that. But I oh, found oh, this on, compared to the GH dose. That's nothing. Well, I mean supplements. <laughs> in general. People, people I, I've recommended this to so many people, and they're like, "Oh, that's it's so expensive." But it, it's I, I found it, it through. Yeah, the guy that makes it, he has some videos on YouTube. He he's an older guy. Um, an older guy who was he, he had a, a high calcium score. It, it was like in the thousands or something like that. And he re- mm. he found through high dosage of K two he reversed his all the way back to zero. And uh, so I was I he's I'm trying to find his name. I'm sure it's somewhere on this bottle. Um, but he's he's like I said he's an older guy. Just researched the hell out of all this and and started high dosing K two and he was like getting monthly calcium scores done which he doesn't recommend because oh, wow. it's a lot of yeah it's a lot of that's radiation a lot of, but, that's a lot of iodine yeah, he probably <laughs> turned into the Hulk after uh, checking that every month so but, so what, yeah. what what we'll do when you can find it just send me the link and I'll link it down below because I'm sure a lot of guys will be interested in the product. Yeah. Um, so I've been using like uh, Jero's formulas, K right, that has uh, 500 micrograms K2 MK4. I mean, if that's correct, it's like 2,200 micrograms in total 
of mm -hmm. three different vitamin Ks, right? So the K1, K2, MK4, and the K2, MK7, 2,180 micrograms in total. Um, I think 180 MK7, 1,500 MK4, and 500 micrograms K1. Yeah, that was the breakdown. And I've yeah. been running that for, man, years. So I think yeah. on cycle, I used two of those. And then off cycle cruising, I used one of those. And I think that's one of the reasons why my calcium score was zero. For sure. Um, I, like I wasn't using I, a significant dose at all before that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like I was using it, but it was like, it was whatever. Yeah. Like, that, the, like companies don't put much in them. <laughs> yeah. The, two, the 200 <laughs> micrograms for all yeah. three. Yeah. That doesn't, yeah. doesn't do anything. Yeah. 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 So now, and yeah, you can't get so much from food, you know, maybe from uh, what was it? Uh, um, what's the Japanese food that is full of vitamin K? Kale has a decent amount of vitamin K in there. Well, N NATO, uh, right? Doesn't NATO? No, natto, natto, yeah, 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 natto, 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 yeah, yeah. But who eats that? David? Nobody. No? Uh, no. Sauerkraut no, has Japanese. it, sauerkraut, oh, really? has it. okay. Yeah. Um, and then uh, bratwurst. Has it if you get real bratwurst? Oh, so all the Germans now we know you get the bratwurst and the sauerkraut, yeah. a little bit of ketchup yeah. and mustard on the side, wrap it mm -hmm. in a bun, you're good to go. Yeah, yeah forget about your cholesterol levels though. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, no. So the guy's name is Pat Patrick Theut. That's uh, T H. Okay. Yeah, T H E U T. Um, but cool. he's got yeah he's he's done a bunch of interviews that I, mm -hmm. I watched a ton of them and I was like all right I'm gonna try this stuff. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's probably, I would say that's the main, the main thing that changed, um, throughout the last year. So, All right. Yeah. All right. Good. And you're, you're keeping this in just a preventative, uh, make sure that your calcium score stays zero or you yeah. So I'm still doing two of those a day. I probably could back off to one, yeah. to one a day, but yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm still using that for sure. Okay. So, good. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good, good. So, how long did your fertility? Because I don't, I don't think you announced it anywhere publicly. Like we've been in touch on WhatsApp. You've been sending me like ultrasounds of your baby and, <laughs> and keeping me a little updated and stuff. But I, I never heard an official announcement. So people ask me, "Why is Chase back on cycle?" I'm like, ah. Well, everybody keeps asking ah. me that too. Well, so like in my comment section, I've answered it in the comment section. Like okay. I haven't made a specific video on it yet, but yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. I've. And I, I've said it on Paul's live stream before that, you know, okay. it's fine. But I haven't I haven't made like an official like like how everything went and all, all the details into it. But it, it was uh, I mean, I started the fertility protocol in September and mm -hmm. we successfully conceived in February. So, mm. um, yeah, so that's that fast. Was, I mean, I, I was surprised. Yeah. <laughs> I was definitely surprised. Um, yeah, I was, I, I was thinking it was going to take another three months or so at least, mm. but yeah, no, I was, I was surprised with it, but yeah. Chase doesn't miss. <laughs> <laughs> it worked out. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, we are, um, yeah, we're in the second trimester now. So things are, wow. things are moving along. So by, the, we, by the time, well, so when, when is she expecting then? That's end of the year. Um, yeah. Yeah, so we're end of the year, yeah. Yeah. So it's exciting. It's, it's gonna be one hell of a Christmas. Yeah, it's gonna be good. So yeah. um so yeah, that that's uh what what was I where was I going with that? 
Oh yeah, so we've done we've done genetic testing and all that to make sure everything's mm -hmm. good too. So yeah, everything's checking out uh, positive. So nice work, crossed, man. Everything keeps going. Good job. I know, Daddy. Yeah, da yeah Daddy Chase. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it's, it's been good. So yeah, it's yeah, crazy. We're still it's trying, so though. weird. It's so weird, like seeing seeing the screen and like seeing. It's like it's like there's a, a like an alien on the screen. It's like what? That? <laughs> I remember when I was when I first was watching it, my mouth was just like my mouth was just dropped, and I was like, "What the hell?" <laughs> it was like moving. It was like moving around too. Yeah, it was it was oh, wow. crazy. It's not a chest yeah. burster, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> From aliens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah. It's 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 crazy to see. My wife, I still she she's she thinks it's weird. Like she sees it and she's like, "That's." that's going on really like that's crazy but yeah it's it's at one point people are running around you know asking yeah. for uh advice on life <laughs> dad i want yeah. to be a bodybuilder too oh no yeah. oh no yeah. oh no so so yeah that's yeah. that's all going good nice work man congrats congrats yeah, we're we're, st we're still uh we're still trying so we, we we tried for first time like basically last ovulation but she just got her period yeah. so we're gonna I have to try again. Yeah, we'll probably take a couple months. It's funny. I was, waiting, yeah. I, I was it's probably waiting way too long. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's funny. It's funny how that goes. Like, because, like, even when I knew, like, there's no way that we're going. This is going to be positive because my numbers were so low at the mm -hmm. end from September to December. Like, I was like, there's no way this is going to work. But my my and I, I kept telling my wife, I'm like, don't don't get your hopes up don't get started expecting uh -huh. and it was even then still like by november december she was starting to get disappointed and i'm like you gotta you gotta calm down like the numbers just aren't aren't high enough yet and uh -huh. then uh and then when we finally did we were both just kind of like holy shit <laughs> we did it what the hell <laughs> but you yeah. you were on a, a little bit of growth hormone and igf1 or just growth hormone the entire way through besides the hcg and the hmg and the fsh and that kind of stuff mm, no i wasn't even taking growth hormone i wasn't mm. i wasn't doing anything yeah it was it was when i started the fertility protocol i even dropped my testosterone to yeah no, same here yeah. so yeah. i was i was yeah i was on i was on absolutely nothing um, fumes just <laughs> fumes just the hcg <laughs> and yeah fumes yeah i was on the hcg and the fsh and uh that was that was it yeah uh, oh i guess uh, carnitine you can, you can throw carnitine in there too same, same, yeah so that, yeah. that's been my protocol i just i just added in the growth hormone because i i do want to prepare a little bit for the you know olympia trip mm -hmm. and uh, i read a lot of scientific evidence that the growth hormone at least in growth hormone deficiency is yep. uh, beneficial for morphology and motility. Now, yeah. my, my semen volume, my semen count is stellar, you know, 500 million per ejaculate. <laughs> it's I <was> ridiculous. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's insane. Yeah, yeah. That's I just insane. wanted to see how high I could It's awesome. It, right? No, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and, it's, and so I added in a growth hormone, and now I'm like at five milliliters per shot with a couple day abstinence. And I think mor morphology is just slowly improving now. So, Hopefully the next uh, round we'll, we'll we'll conceive in uh, let's see two weeks from now. So, but if we can get lucky, I can conceive in Japan because I'll go to yeah. Japan for a week. It'll be a great start. So, where was I conceived? So right here in Tokyo or Kyoto or Osaka. <laughs> <laughs> On the day we yeah. went to Super Mario World in uh, Universal Studios. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, fingers crossed. 
Yeah. And then, uh, you know, when, once we get some good news, then I might go back on TRT because, I mean, after I've been off like for seven months now, yeah. man, it's, I'm starting to get that itch, you know, but it, I, I've prepared myself to be basically off for an entire year. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, adding a little bit of growth hormone, even though it's nothing compared to you on 2.4 units, does yeah. go a long way. It I'll does. say that. Yeah, yeah, it does go a long way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I went from, uh, I think I got as low as 92 kilos, and it's like 200 pounds, but I was still mm-hmm. dieting, just like you were dieting for your holiday. I was mm-hmm. dieting for my Bali holiday. Mm-hmm. So uh, I still looked somewhat good, you know, shredded glutes um, after copious amounts of alcohol. This is months ago. <laughs> I don't do that now. <laughs> this is months ago. And then, um, then after that, I, I kind of threw in the towel, like, okay, I'm going to relax now. Mm-hmm. So I got up to like 98. Uh, so that's 220 pounds. And then I added yeah. in the growth hormone, the recomping around uh, 98 kilos, 225 pounds, but I'm getting leaner, fuller, yeah. stronger again. Yeah, I, I can't show up like this, dude. It's, it's, ugh. <laughs> no, <laughs> whatever. <way. You're... laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's horrible, dude. When you're on social media, it's, you got to at least look the part, you know? So, oh, man. All last yeah. year sucked. I felt, I just felt so useless. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, oh, you can it, see like you were like wearing a full hoodie and the like four clothes all then the time doing those live streams <laughs> and now you're like you know jacked and tanned in a fucking <laughs> sleepless yeah. yeah great dude i mean yeah it's, it's same here yeah. yeah at one point at one point i'll get back on the game train but i'm not sure if i can do your cycle though i, I want to see when my kid is born how much i can commit do, do you feel like once your kid is born that you can commit less to bodybuilding because, you know, I mean, Paul Burnett basically threw in the towel when his kids uh, got born. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, it, it really depends on, I mean, like at this point, I, we have the ability where like my wife could just be a stay at home mom if she wanted, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I don't, I don't see that happen. It's like either, Either she's going to stay home and, and quit working or, you know, we'll get mm-hmm. a nanny to help out, you know. Right. And, and yeah. uh, her her job will basically pay for the nanny. But, um, <laughs> I mean, so that's – I feel like that's kind of where we're at is, like, as long as either she can be there or, or we can have some help or something like that, mm-hmm. then, you know, I can keep working <laughs> and keep doing right. doing right. all of this. So I, I, don't, I don't see it being an issue, but, you know, you never know until you get – punched in the face with it exactly we'll see the best thing i did the best thing i did was to basically retire my wife and get her on board with the business on my end so she's you know stayed home most of the time she's still got a couple clients she was personal training mm-hmm. but maybe three four hours a week you know that's manageable and then by the time she's pregnant i don't think she'll be doing pt anymore she'll just be full-time with me yeah and uh yeah that's you know you're very cozy six cats two people and then a baby on the way yeah. It's going to be, uh, yeah, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Yeah, so that that's, I, I don't think it'll be an issue. Like, it's interesting because, like, I feel like years ago I was, like, scared to death of the idea. But now mm. I'm just kind of, I don't know, I'm, like, good with it. I don't know. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not scared. Like, it's more exciting to me than being scared shitless <laughs> of, yeah. of the idea. So... Yeah. Well, I, I think, I mean, your business on the back end, I see that you're doing very well. 
right? So that at least you take the issue of money off the table that you, you know, at least yeah. know that it's coming in. And even if you take some time off from social media of other revenue streams that, that keeps that going. So once you reach that, you know, financial security, then basically you can make anything happen, you know? And then yeah, it's just it, time, it's time management. That's the hard part. Time management. When you're self-employed. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's the hardest part. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, so you remember what was, it was like two years ago or was that last year? Was that last year huh? when Elden Ring came out? I can't remember. Oh yeah. Yeah. Last year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> time, yeah no speaking time. of time, <laughs> speaking, speaking of time management. So, uh, boulders, boulders gate three just released. Oh yeah. <laughs> and oh, I've, no. uh, I have found myself stuck in that a little bit, which <laughs> I need, to, <laughs> I need to, I need to stop, but yeah, it's, uh, that's a it good game so much for time. anybody. Yeah. Yeah. For oh, you sit down and then suddenly four hours are gone. And you're like, Oh my God. God, did I really yeah. spend four hours on this? So I, I only played video games like two hours into the day when you're cognitively impaired anyway. But then yeah. if you, if I play too long and if I if I do a boss, you know, I was playing Legend of Zelda, so it's not really as hard as Elden Ring. It's like child's play compared to uh, Dark Souls. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you start playing a boss and you're just heightened and then you try to go to bed and it doesn't really work either. So, it's yeah. I, I, I had to ru uh, boss rush to the end just to you know, beat the game, and then now yeah. I don't feel so compelled to keep playing it. Yeah. Um, so now yeah. I have some extra time I do, because <laughs> otherwise, otherwise <clears throat> I'm so unproductive. And then motivation right now is I get an all-time low compared to before, because I'm off TRT. Mm -hmm. Now I get all my work done, but like the incentive to do extra isn't really there. Yeah. It sucks, dude. Yeah. yeah. It really sucks. Yeah, so I, I, keep it, I keep it to at the end of the day. It just mm. the only the only issue there is it it's got me going to bed a little bit later. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I, it's I don't know. It's better. It's better than it cracking into all my other time and right, and right. interrupting training and stuff like that. So, so so getting back getting back to your cycle. Like, do you have any side effects? Because I watched some of your videos that you posted on your YouTube, and and you're basically side effect free. Right? The, the high dose of Testosterone and masterone or primo, it's not doing anything. I, 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 like I said, I, I've, I keep, I've been saying this all the way through for everybody, you know, that keeps watching and they're like, this is bullshit. What are you doing? <laughs> it's like, I got, I got to the 3,500 test and 1,400 masterone because I got to the point where I was like, where are the side effects? And I was like, mm -hmm. well, I'm gonna, I'm, let's go find them. And they just, nothing, nothing was happening. It's like, sure, you get like maybe a little bit of water attention under the skin, mm -hmm. but like that's going to come with a bulk anyway. Like, no. yeah. So I, I, besides like being the, like the thing to me is I'm, that a lot of people don't realize is where I'm at like right now is full blown off season, basically. Mm -hmm. Like I've been pushing and trying to get to this point and, you know, it's like this is definitely the biggest and leanest that I've ever ever mm -hmm. been, and surprisingly side effect free. Uh, like I can't can't find anything wrong with me. <laughs> is <it's>, I mean <laughs> I keep looking for it, but yeah, no, everything surprisingly everything has been uh, been great. You know, I, I haven't seen any acne. I will say now that mm -hmm. now now that I'm thinking about it, I do feel like my back. Has gotten more hairy 
for sure. Oh, <laughs> that's horrible. that's it though. <laughs> horrible. That's, I think that's it though. Because I was I was looking. Effect. It's mostly looking, a side effect for your wife because she has to trim you more often than <laughs> <right>. before. <laughs> yeah, so I, I was I went to I went to like you know trim the other day and I was like looking I was like holy crap like I was like getting a really good view of it and I was like that shit is it looks it looks thicker so back hair is probably the only side effect I'd say that I'm actually experiencing no, that's not the end of the world it's so, not so it's water, better than acne so right yeah. a little bit of water retention but blood pressure is okay because you're taking 80 milligrams of telmasartan right are you splitting yeah. it up or you take 80 milligrams in the morning uh it, it's it's 80 uh tell me sartan mixed with 25 hydrochlorothiazide mm, so right. that's yeah. yeah so that's what that's what my doctor prescribed me um so mm. like back in february when i cut everything off i was like i'm gonna go to the doctor and that's when i got the calcium score done through him mm. and uh, i told him i was like you know i'm buying i'm buying tell me sartan on the black market i'm buying you know these things and he goes okay let's get you legal then <laughs> here's yeah let's let's <laughs> let's do that because when he actually checked my blood pressure back then it was like 130 over 85 he was like let's yeah, bring that down that just down. a little bit yeah. more and yeah. uh so yeah he, he he's like let's try adding in the hydrochlorothiazide and that knocked it right down so right. um but yes no it's it's been getting better and better you know as things have been going uh the last time i checked it last week it was 118 over 67, I think. So it's, oh, that might be a little bit on the low side. <laughs> I mean, I haven't noticed the low uh, side uh -huh. effects yet, but um, yeah, then it's it's working out just fine. What now, about but. what about like ankle edema? Any at the end of the day when you wake up after high carb days, like pitting edema? Is it going on? I know some people asked you on one of the videos, and you're like, lot. no, look yeah. at this. Look, Look at, at my ankles, bro. Look at my <laughs> Shredded. <laughs> Shredded. No. So so through most of the day, like they, they're, mm -hmm. you know, they, there's never the point where it's pitting edema, you know, mm -hmm. where you push in and there's a freaking dent, um, which I have had before and it's nasty. But I uh, no. So there's there's none of that. But of course, like starting off from, you know, morning to two, three p three p.m., like things are look relatively dry and it's just like as the afternoon goes on a little bit of the vascularity goes away but that i mean that's it it's not it's normal pretty normal I got the same yeah. thing yeah and i'm, yeah. I'm, I'm 2.4 i use a girl said it's natural compared to you yeah. uh yeah. i still got a little bit of uh, <laughs> water retention at the end of the day what i do notice that helps is if you i mean you have a standing desk right you're standing yep. right now yep. yeah 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 so so is that helping like if you sit down for a couple of days is the edema worse it, I mean, yeah, if, if I sit down, I do try to put my feet up, you know, yeah. I, 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 uh, I, yeah, I try, I try not to sit with my feet at the floor, um, ever mm -hmm. really. So that definitely helps, but like a um, king, huh? I can imagine you there just in the recliner, just <laughs> fucking arms all over the well, it's know, either sofa. That, it's either that or I lay down on the couch, like I'll put my feet up <laughs> and I'm laying down all the time. So. Babe, um, <laughs> give, give me a sandwich. <laughs> right. Um, so there's there's that. I guess another thing worth pointing out is every day, most every day, I spend about 20 minutes at least in the sauna. Um, ah. Because I have a sauna here wanna, at the gym. Oh, you have a – is that an infrared one? It's 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 a, a like a, a real not – a, not an infrared one, but like a mm. – 
I don't know what you'd call it, a traditional, um, where it has yeah. like the rocks Swedish and the steam. Yeah, yes, uh-huh. I guess a Swedish sauna is what you'd yeah. call it, but it's hot as hell in there. It gets up to 194. Like that's, <laughs> it's cooking. <laughs> so but were you, yeah, were you doing that all the way through when you were off cycle and trying to get your wife no. pregnant? Because no, 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 no. right. Because, <laughs> because if you go into the sauna, it, it stops spermatogenesis right away and it, it yeah. just inhibits semen production. Yeah, for a yeah. while but now now it's that issue is off the table at least yeah. for a while so yeah no i was i was staying out it. of there yeah i was staying out yeah. of there for sure uh during that time but yeah no it's i'll usually either do it you know if if i do come here to do my fasted cardio i'll do it after mm-hmm. cardio or mm-hmm. um because i have a treadmill at home so sometimes i'll do cardio there but mm-hmm. or I'll, I'll do it post-workout so after i lift i'll go sit in the sauna and then yeah get on with my day but i feel like that's helped a bit too with water retention type i'm sure it's good for your skin good for you know it keeps the acne at bay i'm gonna do the same thing when we build our house maybe two or three years from now i'm gonna have like a cardio room a little bit of a home gym and then Mm -hmm. uh, an infrared sauna and an ice bath next to it so you do 30 minutes of cardio 12 minutes 15 minutes of sauna and then four or five minutes of ice bath and then get the day started I've thought about getting a cold tub here. I've thought about yeah. it, but I can't figure out a good place to like drain it. And because like my bathroom has a big drain in the center mm-hmm. of the floor. So I'm mm-hmm. thinking maybe I could get like one of those small like barrel ones that you just like, Yeah. And then elevate it. Yeah, yeah. Elevate it a bit. And then if you can get some sort of cooling element from uh, one of those chest freezers. Yeah, right, where it pumps the water through the cooling element, so and then you have to turn oh. it off, obviously, when you sit in there, yeah. and it just cools it. So you have these cold pumps, and you can actually just home homebrew one, not home, yeah. homebrew, just make it your own, do it DIY <laughs> with one of yeah. those chest freezers. And yeah. otherwise, you can buy a chest freezer that's like 200 to 250 liters, and yeah. just kit the sides, and then uh, and they're they're quite affordable, like 300 400 dollars. Yeah. And then, uh, of course, you just, you know, turn it on for 30 minutes while you do cardio, 45 minutes. And then by the time yeah. you get in there, it's, uh, it's you know, almost frozen. Like you have a top layer and the outsides are a little bit frozen, but it's like four degrees. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've looked into those as well. And it's what Chris Bumstead used because he has to do the ice bath for his uh, autoimmune issues. Yeah. So he, uh, he did the same thing. And I know several people here who've done it because... Ice baths isn't really a thing, and otherwise you get those inflatable ones, but then you have to order all the ice. So it's better if you just turn it on, put a little bit of chlorine in there to keep it clean. And then uh, you can use it for a week, and then, of course, you have to drain it. So, But that's all on the to-do list. And this this house where I live right now is a little bit too small, Uh, but I'll definitely, and definitely when we build our own house, um, definitely add in, you know, recreational room. There's no pool. It's not a man cave, but it's like cardio <laughs> and uh, infrared yep. sun and ice baths. Yeah, that kind yeah. of stuff. Posing mirror, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. my idea cool. once I once we decide to leave Chicago and most likely move to Michigan where most of my wife's family is. But Ah, um, what are you going to do with this big-ass big gym that you have? Well, I, I, I mean, we're it's it's up in the air on like whether or not we're actually going to go. But I mean, mm-hmm. if things did go that way, I would I would hire a moving company and scoop all this mm-hmm. up and take it out there. But yeah, um, yeah, but that would be the idea is like build build a a house and then in the backyard do it like mm-hmm. Juji Mufu style and build out a ah, yeah. warehouse and just throw everything in there. So 
That's the idea. That's awesome. Yeah, if I wanted to get something done similar. But we'll just earn the early phase, just kind of see where the land is because we want to move somewhere close to a school because I work from home. My wife yeah. works from home. And everybody that helps us is kind of in the area as well. So we're probably going to move somewhere close to the private schools. And then with three years, assuming that the baby is, you know, delivered next year, every, fingers crossed, right? Yeah. Everything goes well. Then three, four years from now, they start going to, you know, the first first levels of school, like primary school. So I want to be in that area. And then, uh, and usually there's a lot of land available, but we'll have to see if we stay in Bangkok though, because I'm not really sure if this place is going to get flooded in 20 years from now. Or not, because yeah. yeah. the government is not doing anything about the raising water, and Bangkok itself is sinking as well. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not going to build a house that is good for 20 years and then yeah. it's flooded. Yeah, wow. Permanently. <clears throat> yeah, I didn't know that was going on. That's that's yeah, yeah, Thailand, dude. It's uh, everything is uh, like uh, up in the air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Outside this place is so great. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so so i'll be i'll be visiting you uh after going to the swiss symposium for a day um and i'm gonna max out all your machines especially the nordic curl i'm gonna put all the plates on the nordic curl <laughs> for, the, hey, for the guys yeah. who don't know it's like it's a counterbalance <laughs> hey i put i load that thing up I, it's so hard it is it yeah. is such a hard machine i've gotten a lot better at it like now now I do it with uh, five plates on it, mm -hmm. counterbalancing me. I when I first was doing it, I was doing it with like I think it was seven plates on there trying to help me out. But yeah, wow. it's tough. It's it once you kind of, I mean, you, your body, you know, your nervous system kind of adapts to it and figures out like, okay, this is how we uh, work yeah, this. It's machine. safe. But, Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it's awkward. Yeah, it's really awkward. The first few when you're going down, it's like. Mm -hmm. holy shit <laughs> am i gonna yeah lie? i know but yeah no it's, it's funny because i love it I, yeah. I i used to do those when i was jerk free so this is decades ago and then you would just mm -hmm. lock your uh, ankles underneath the you know the the incline bench and you have a little yep. space where you can put your feet sure put your knees on the towel and just go forward right with yeah this mm -hmm. full full trust fall yeah and i i could do it but i was like 72 kilos yeah so yeah it's like 100, 160 pounds i could do it but now, yeah. no way. And I think my hamstrings are tight, and structurally, it's also different. Right, the tendon connects to the you know the uh, the skeletal muscle a lot, or the mm -hmm. uh, the skeletal structure a lot differently. Mm -hmm. That it just feels super awkward unless you have a counterbalance. Yeah, yeah. yeah so uh, I got into those after seeing a lot of the uh, knees over toes guy mm -hmm. showing like the 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 body weight without any help doing those, and how he was talking about them. I was like. That looks like something really good to uh, get good at. So, right. um, yeah. So because of because of him, I got that machine, and I also got that uh, torque sled to do backwards. Oh yeah, backwards sledding with. So that's that's been pretty much all that I've been doing for my legs uh, lately um, because mm -hmm. of my uh, uh, meniscus tears. So that's um, a bummer, but. Yeah. I, I can. The good thing about it, though, is I can do hamstrings. I can do glutes. Like I have mm -hmm. no pain doing like uh, like the the glute thrust machine or mm -hmm. or any any leg curls. I've got you know four different leg curl machines that I've been beating up, and then mm -hmm. uh, the adductor abduction machine, and then calf raises and tibialis raises. Uh, all of those. I'm oh, fun. 
<laughs> yeah, so all that, all that I'm good for, but yeah, everything else is, it just can't, can't do it yet. So, so a month from now, you're going to do the surgery and then hopefully you can recover, uh, you know, and get that, you know, leg pressing yeah. and squatting and that kind of stuff going again. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that, that surgery is in exactly one month, September 14th. Mm. So we do that. Good luck. Yeah, no, he, like I said, he, he said, the doctor said it should take like three weeks of physical therapy and you'll be good mm. to go. So, okay. Um, yeah, it, he said it's really not that long of a recovery, not a big deal at all. So, well, you are in the full recovery stack already. So, as long as you don't come off cycle yeah. and add in a little bit of TV 500 and maybe some collagen peptides, yeah. you know, then, uh, then you should be fine, dude. Yeah, you got that Wolverine healing factor going. It'll be good. <laughs> It'll be <laughs> eight days, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, exactly. There's twenty four <laughs> plates already. <laughs> He's like, "What?" They'll be like, "What the fuck? <laughs> what happened yeah, yeah. here?" That's yeah. hilarious, dude. So, yeah, I hope you get a quick recovery. I, I know Paul's struggling with shoulder pain, and I'm struggling with shoulder pain. I took like five five weeks off from the gym, and then it felt good for two weeks, and I'm lifting moderate weights again, and it's same shit. You know, so I do a lot of grass stone technique on this area. So oh, it's yeah. like completely bruised and stuff. Yeah. But, yeah there's no muscle anymore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> where? Where do you say? Where? <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you make everybody go in 18 units of growth now. I mean, it's... Uh, I've been here. Aaron, Aaron. Like, yeah, Aaron uh, was, was asking me about that stuff too. So. Yeah. Uh, Aaron is on twenty units, but I think he miscalculated with the the Sinatropin pen. That's so he, what he, he told was doing me. Like, he was doing like one click, but he should be doing like five clicks. I'm like, oh. yeah. So he's a month behind on protocol. I'll get it. I'll. I think he did his blood work this weekend, so I'll get him on the podcast on Thursday, cool. and then uh, and then drop that next week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> poor guy. <Yeah. laughs> so but he's growing. Yeah. He's he's. I mean, he's like six six something. So he's yeah. like. 130 kilos easy but he needs to be 140 so that's like 310 pounds that's what he needs to be is it wow yeah that's he's big. a big boy yeah. yeah if you see him online you're like oh he looks big and then you see him in real life you're like jesus christ yeah those those tall guys you know when they when they have the weight to them it's just it's crazy yeah yeah people don't realize that he's been bodybuilding for five years Right. Is that it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. That's it. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, less, that's less. Good. Yeah, I think I, I started coaching him after like six months in a in bodybuilding gym. He's been training, you know, for rugby and stuff. But mm, now yeah. he's been, uh, you know, actively bodybuilding. And now finally, you know, things are really falling into place financially and diet wise and, and gear wise. Because in the beginning, you kind of have to figure yourself out, right? Even if you have a coach or yeah. crash course, you know, after a while, it's so now he's, you know, he's getting up there in, uh, in uh, IUs of growth hormone and figuring out what really works for him. So he's, he's making uh, strides. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get him yeah. on the podcast soon so he can explain. Yeah. But, uh, uh cool. he's a, he's a, he's a big boy. He's a big boy now. That's so you good. and me front, front row, silver tickets for the Mr. Olympia. It's going to be cool. <laughs> and nobody but nobody behind you can see anything now <laughs> is ever do you not is everybody standing when they're there like uh, <laughs> have, like i don't know that i think it's gonna be really cool though yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and I'm, I'm very happy that we got to sell because we wanted to get the gold tickets for the vip but those were sold out in a second yeah yeah because i was we were both there like as soon as they went live and i, I looked at gold sold out yeah i heard so they weird. 
I heard the gold ones, they offer them first to the people that bought them last year. Ah, but how can you buy so, them if they're sold out? And no, I, I mean, I, I mean, I, I mean, I think they were, I think they were sold out because they don't even like offer them up until mm. they've, cause like I, I, I'm pretty sure I read that, that they offer it to the mm. people that bought gold last year. And then if they still have mm. some, then they offer it to the silvers that bought it last year. Yeah. And so before they even like make it public, I guess. Is my right, guess, my right. best guess. Yeah, probably. I I said I, I bought silver and then I put a little note. I said, listen, if you have gold available, hook me up. But I didn't hear anything back yet, so it's. I guess yeah. we're just silver. Uh, too yeah, bad. It's all right. It'll be good. Yeah, <laughs> it's all right. It's uh, next yeah. year. I like. We're yeah, right now. <laughs> I'm not sure if we can make it next year though, because I mean, coming a whole month to the USA this year, because every time I do a trip now, I'm realizing like, wait a minute, I'm I'm still capable of doing that. Yeah. But going to the U.S. for an entire, even going away for a week, dude, I, I don't think I could do it if I'm a dad. Yeah, that, that that does make it more difficult for sure. So that would be uh, something to think about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that could be yeah, either a short trip or a really expensive trip. Bringing it, yeah. If you have to bring the whole family, yeah. <laughs> I got a sweet deal. I got a sweet deal in hotels though in Las Vegas. It's uh, oh, the yeah. link where I stayed last year. Yeah, they had like the, the big room where like oh. a super, super deal. Some I was looking, I'm like, why is this only $180? Last year yeah. I paid $400. So I'm like, yeah. why? Yeah. <laughs> My wife's like, don't you want to stay somewhere else? And then I checked the Venetian, $500. I'm like, no way. No way. <laughs> I'll stay at the same place. <laughs> yeah, the price have really jacked up in the US. I from what didn't I've even, yeah, I didn't even. Uh... I just went, I clicked on whatever the, the, the host hotel is and was just like, all right, is that it? Okay. Mm. <laughs> and I just, I got the right. room as quickly as I could. I just didn't want them to sell out. So yeah, that's I, smart. I that's where I'm slowly starting to prepare now for, uh, for my USA trip. So I got a couple tickets and, uh, I'll come visit you for a day and then I'll fly to Las Vegas to pick up my wife because she's coming 10 days later. Oh, cool. and then, uh, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, so she you won't see her at Swiss or when we come past you, but at the Olympia she'll be there. Yeah, she has to take care of those six cats. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's good. So that's yeah, that's uh, that's uh, she's like I I can go away for two and a half weeks, but not four, Steve. So too bad. Too Are you guys bad. gonna have like somebody watch the house, watch the cats? Yeah, her, her brother he works for me also. He yeah. does with all the little things and channel management and stuff. So. He'll be living here for a week when I go to Japan and then uh, a whole month or at least two and a half weeks when I go to uh, the USA. And then he can help out a little bit, you know, and just make sure that the kids are fed and, and he likes uh, living in a bigger house, you know, yeah. for that time. Cool. You know, as long as they don't throw any parties and I'm, I'm okay with it. Yeah, you right. need to, you know, when you when you have, like, you, you have a dog, right? So yeah, when you, when you travel out, you um, just need somebody there. Something, yeah, yeah. Usually we we uh, take him to my wife's parents' place and drop him off there. But oh, um, right, yeah, yeah. It's it's I don't know. It's so it's so weird. Like I'm, I feel like I'm so protective of him. He's like he's walking around back there somewhere. But uh -huh. um, I feel it's crazy how protective I am of him. I can't imagine how protective I'm going to be of an actual kid like a person uh -huh. <laughs> so it's just like i i don't know i i have such a hard time of people like trusting people with him it's it's 
Oh, your dog, yeah. No, I I get the same thing. I mean, your dog is like your first child. So we got the first six childs already, the first six (laughs) kids. Yeah, and uh, and all pets are a little bit different, so they all got their personalities. Not like you have six same cats; they're all different. Um, So yeah, I I think it's a good practice run. And then by the time you really have kids, then uh, yeah, of course you're gonna everything revolves. I talked with um, what's a Johnny Shreve, and he has a Uh daughter who's like nine years old. Yeah, and uh, he said, dude, when you have a kid, everything changes, and that's what Justin Harris said and Paul Barnett say. Everything changes, and you know, the five extra minutes you want to. You know, you normally spend talking at the gym. You're just gonna go home. And like, yeah, guys, see you later. Yeah. <laughs> of course, you don't. You don't have that problem because you train at your own gym. <laughs> well, that's you that's some- <laughs> that's my thought. Is like, well, if I have to, I'll bring the kid, put it in the stroller, push it around the gym <laughs> while I'm doing yeah. whatever. You know, right. So. Yeah, that's that's one of the reasons why I want to have my own home gym as well. So when I do have kids, then at least you can you know bring them basically to the backyard. Right? It's yeah. a small. Small walk from the house past the swimming pool to the yeah. <laughs> yeah, fingers yeah. crossed we get that success financially secure, and right, then you go yeah. to the backyard gym, right? A, a small warehouse, and then just bring them there and you know show them what the life is because uh, you know the sooner you can get them at the gym, the the better I would say. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah. Then, yeah, I mean that's it's same. Well, not the same reason why I bring my dog to the gym, but it's just mm-hmm. like. I don't want to leave them alone at home, you know. I don't no, know. I just, right. I, it's weird. Like I treat it, like I, I know he'd probably be fine for you know four or five hours by himself, but it's mm-hmm. just, I feel bad. So I'm like, come on, let's go, <laughs> <laughs> let's go, buddy. I'm sure he yeah. likes it there, you know. He's just oh, walking no, yeah. around. He no was, sense, you know. Yeah, no. The first, the first couple months that I was bringing him here, he didn't, he, he wasn't comfortable. He was just constantly running back and forth and like anxious, but he's, he's pretty chill now. Mm. He just, he just sleeps on the couch over there. So he's yeah, good. you gotta yeah. bring some pillows, you know, so everything smells like him as well. So if you just get the yeah. pillows from his bed, he don't wash them, just throw them out across the gym. Then, uh, yeah, yeah. then it smells like them like, Oh, this is mine. This shit. I own this shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> That's how I think. So, uh, yep. yeah, your dog sleeps with you also, right? Uh, the, we let him, we let him if he, we let him if he wants to, like he'll, mm-hmm. it's funny. Sometimes he'll like jump up on the bed and chill with us like the last mm-hmm. 30 minutes. Like, like my wife will have the TV on and you know, I'll just be trying to sleep <laughs> and doing nothing <laughs> and trying to sleep, but he'll hop up and he'll kind of walk around and lay down and roll around and, and then, you know, then he'll leave. He, he rarely actually sleeps on our bed, but. He'll leave and go oh, really? lay on the couch in the living room by himself. Yeah. yeah it's kind of uh, surprising. I'm covered in cats. Yeah. yeah. I'm covered <laughs> in cats the whole night. It's hilarious. Yeah. It's hilarious. It's funny. I go to bed a little bit later. So I usually go to bed at like four o'clock or six o'clock sometimes. So I yeah. feed the cats when they wake up. And then so my wife can sleep out. And then we kind of adopted this lifestyle or this, this schedule because I know that my wife um doesn't want to wake up all night so i might as well stay awake when the kid is you know screaming for a little bit of food so yeah. i'm just adopting this lifestyle so i'm basically nocturnal right and then kind of like skip hill so i i go to bed at six o'clock in the morning i feed the cats and then most of them will come back to sleep with me for a couple of hours so you sleep there and then you have all these purring little monsters around you and yeah. i can barely sleep then on these little furnaces and <laughs> it's hilarious dude. yeah hey you you yeah. got you got your blood work done on cycle 
And I, yes. I wanted to discuss that just to kind of give the audience a little bit of an idea on how terrible or how good uh, <laughs> blood work can be. Yeah. So let me yeah. let me see if we can yeah, yeah. share it. All right. So let's get started with the cardiovascular health. Right. I saw that your cholesterol is like 67, but you're on resuvastatin, five milligrams per day. Yes. So going going forward, what are you going to do with the resuvastatin? Because I think the cholesterol is a little bit too low. And I also think if you, yeah, if you, if you reduce the resuvastatin, I think you're going to get a growth spurt because you do need cholesterol for cell membrane insulation and cell signaling and, and just overall health. So, yeah. you know, so what's the plan going forward with the statin? I think changing it to like just Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays would be mm -hmm. a good change and then do that for a month, then get retested and see uh, right. how much that brings it up. So... Right. Um, I was, I was for a while just doing it every other day. And then mm -hmm. when I went on cycle, I moved it to every day. Um, right. yeah. So yeah, probably, probably could back it off. <laughs> yeah. What was your cholesterol when you did it every other day, but that was on TRT or before, before you went on cycle? Uh, yeah, that was, that was from February to February. So for the last, the last year it was every other day. Um, mm. And it was sitting like total cholesterol would sit at like a hundred on that. Um, okay. LDL, yeah, the LDL was like uh, it was like seventy sitting around there. So mm -hmm. I That's okay. did not, yeah. I didn't, I did not expect uh, it to all drop that <laughs> dramatically. No, right, right. <laughs> but it no, did. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, it did. Yeah, when you send it to me, I'm like, oh man, how much statins are you on? It's it's, it's yeah, quite no, low. That, I mean, it, it, that's, that's one thing like guys tell me, like asked, they're like, well, don't you get side effects from the statin? I'm like five milligrams a day is, is as low as it goes, you know, with that resume right. statin dose, you know? So the people that experience those statin side effects are doing like 20 milligrams a day and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. no, they do pretty high doses. So you don't have any muscle pain or, or abnormal bleeding randomly no, nothing ab <laughs> nothing abnormal yeah so okay. it's, it's good good yeah so your triglycerides are 72 which is in range but usually you see with athletes like a triglyceride of 30 35 40 milligrams per deciliter you take your entire dose of growth hormone before bed right 18 yes. units pre-bed yeah mm -hmm. yeah and what was the reason what was the thinking behind that i was just following what the uh what the uh, AIDS pamphlet said, actually. <laughs> but I mean, really, I was like looking through, like, because the Sarah Stim box comes with, you know, the pamphlet and it's all AIDS research. And I was like, mm -hmm. okay, it says, it says do the whole vial before bed. So I was like, all right, that's okay. What I, I'm going right. to do it. Let's see what happens. Because right. I'd never, never, never done it like that. So I was like, all right, screw it. And yeah, once once I did it and I started seeing what was happening, I was like, well, let's just keep doing it, which mm. I will say I am, I am switching it now the last week. Mm. So like over the last, let's see, from up until the, the start of last week, it was all Serostem that I was doing, 18 IUs a day, one big dose. Then mm. last week I switched to Genotropin to see if, the, if I notice a difference between 18 I use a genotropin versus 18 I use a serostem, dosing it all at the same time. And I didn't really notice, didn't really notice any, any differences. M maybe, maybe I felt a little bit more like hand numbness, hand numbness, but mm -hmm. um, 
nothing significant enough to be like super different. So, so now I've decided that since I know that they're like the same and it's so much easier to multi-dose with genotropin, I'm, I'm splitting it up into four shots a day spread out about every six hours or so. So I'm doing mm -hmm. about 8 a.m. and then 2 p.m. and then 8 p.m. And then when I wake mm -hmm. up in the middle of the night to do my one pee break, I'll ah, shoot yeah. it at 2 a.m. is usually when I wake up. So so right. I've just been spreading it out like that this last, uh, the last couple days. So, um, so that's been fun. But uh, I haven't, I haven't, no I mean, I haven't really noticed. Uh, well, I guess I would say I, I've noticed less hand numbing, so that's pretty okay. much it. But yeah, but so I've, did I've you also get up. more lethargic? Did you get more lethargic, more sleepy, more water retentive, doing more frequent injections, or uh, so? Like the lethargic thing, never. Like I, I, doing the eighteen IU's all at once didn't really make me lethargic. Mm. But I mean, it was all at night, so I was maybe mm. sleeping through it but um i haven't noticed i haven't noticed a difference in that but i don't know mm. but it, like that's something that you know i've talked about with paul is he's he said he just could not handle like he said he got up to like 10 12 i think he pushed it to 15 i use and he said mm -hmm. he was just so exhausted all day and i was like yeah yeah i don't i don't i do not i don't notice that so it's weird wow. it's really weird but yeah, when I did eight IUs, I was exhausted all day also. I was like, yeah. I just wanted to sleep all the time. But again, I did like two IU shots four times a day. So maybe that's a difference. Maybe, yeah. Maybe we give it, you know, like I said, I'm I'm just kind of playing with the dosing now. So maybe by the end of this week, you know, maybe it'll be a different story. But as of now, things are still, you know, feeling good. So Right. I wonder if your triglycerides will come down if you don't do the entire full dose before bed. Because... Usually you see these triglycerides this high. And again, this is normal uh, for people, but most, most athletes, people who are physically active, and especially mm -hmm. with the injectable carnitine, uh, triglycerides are really, really low, like 30, 40 milligrams per sure. deciliter. So I think if you switch, please rest, retest it again and then do like a comparison video because yeah. I would like to see the difference on your cholesterol and triglyceride levels uh, after these changes. For sure. Because most people, most athletes have a triglyceride level on uh, Sunday morning like this because they ate like a, a asshole on Saturday yeah. evening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. the, um, yeah. So we'll check it. All right, cool. So let's scroll down to HDL 22. That's to be expected. Yeah, um, yeah it's that much steroids. So even Even when I was off the last year, I couldn't get it over 25. Like it just, it would not budge. Really? Like it seems regardless of the dose that I do, it, it sits mm -hmm. between like the lowest that I've seen it is 18 and the highest I've seen is 25. And it just floats around there. Wow. It's very, very annoying. It's, <laughs> it's, it, it's so weird. No, like, but I, have, I have the same thing. Yeah. yeah. I have the same thing. Like my, my lipids are like I'm off cycle now, but I have lipids that look like I'm on cycle. And I had to add in the citrus bergamot again to bring my HDL up to 50 and my LDL down to 100. But yeah. before it was like 40 and 110. But I was yeah. off cycle for months and on HCG, which usually improves your lipid parameters. It's yeah. weird. I think just as you get older, you get more muscle mass and maybe you eat more food. You're just, your lipid parameters just get worse. 
Because I, I used to have like an HDL50 and an LDL of 110 on two grams of steroids. Yeah. And yeah. and now I'm almost 40 and now it's getting more difficult to manage. I think it's yeah. just, you know, with, with time. So you have an HDL of 22. Maybe it will come up a little bit if you reduce the resuvastatin and yeah. uh, an LDL of 30. So everybody that you know wants to know about longevity outcomes, anything below 70 is like you're going to live to 200 years old. <laughs> it's pretty so, low yeah. <laughs> that's i mean the 30 that's, that's the lowest that's the lowest i've ever seen it so i was surprised by that yeah number. No. yeah yeah that's that's quite low i think if you reduce the resuvastatin you'll probably get a little bit for growth spurt because i do think you need a little bit of cholesterol and ldl just for overall transport and cell signaling and mm -hmm. you know cell membrane insulation so sure. i think it's going to do you good if you remove it a little bit okay so apolipoprotein which one uh, is B. that that's b because B. B. Okay, yeah. 44. Okay. Yeah, that's not, not bad. Did you check your uh, A1 and your low protein level A? Lipoprotein mm, level A levels? I have I have before. It was uh I didn't I didn't on this one, but um it's the mm. the little A. That's the like genetic one mostly, right? Mhm. Mm yeah. That yeah. That one has always been uh I think low is is what like very, like in mm -hmm. in the green, very low. So I think, what is it? Right. I think it was like a nine 44. or something like that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's good. quite for, for the little Okay. Layer. Oh, good. Right. You don't have to recheck all these markers every single time because if, if you see a trend that it's always in range, whether that's on cycle or off cycle, you don't have to check it every time you do blood work. So yeah. it's good. At least you can, you have enough data to make the adjustments. High sensitivity C-reactive protein is a little bit high, 2.7 milligrams per liter. Uh, I would like to see that at a one or lower. Yeah, that's um, that's that's but, also the highest I've seen that since I got mm -hmm. uh, since I got that shot a, a while back. <laughs> um, yeah, when has I been, when I got has it been chronically elevated since then? No, no, no. So so it the month after I got that it was a nine, mm -hmm. and then yeah, and then. then after so then after you know months after it was below one it was it went back to normal but the last like mm -hmm. eight times that i've checked crp it's been one or less so 2.7 is the highest that i've seen it in uh, a bit but mm -hmm. i thought maybe but i wonder if that could be a little bit having to do with the inflammation in my knee i don't know could be if that, yeah. if that could would be, could be injection volume like like could how many milliliters of, of steroids are you injecting now per week um so right now so for this test it was 21 <laughs> 21 mils 21 milliliters a week, a week eh? yeah, yeah team three cc's so. per day yes <laughs> yes it was <laughs> yes it was <laughs> there you so go. Yeah. definitely could be that too yeah yeah so it's not it's not alarmingly high but you know of course with a couple months you should try to bring that down just to make yeah. sure that uh, it doesn't stay elevated chronically yeah. Not that it's a super high number, but of course, for longevity and health outcomes, you want that below one milligram per liter. Um, yes. And it might be, might just mean that you need a week off from training, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Of course, when the, when the surgery comes up, you'll have three weeks off from training. True. <laughs> so, you True. get, you know, you get time to on the best it. of all worlds. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. Creatine phosphokinase, 2,142 units per liter. You are not training hard enough. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> Damn it, I want 4,000. It could be only, Yeah, it was 4,000. So I'm sure you've seen it on 4,000 before yourself, right? But that's usually during contest prep when you take clenbuterol and other fat burners and the CPK levels really shoot up. Yeah. So this is actually this is actually pretty normal. Yeah. For uh, you know, for bodybuilders. And then of course, you started my blood work that my uh MB that's uh, or the CK yeah. Uh, CKMB, a mitocardial band, is um, was very very high. Of course, that was coming from my heart, but yours is zero, so that's good, right? All your uh, CPK is coming from skeletal muscle. That's a CKMM, ninety seven percent, ninety seven percent. So, in uh, when it comes to CPK levels, everything is coming from your heart. You have from the brain, right? And undetected. So you're not using your brain at all. You gotta you gotta think a little bit harder <laughs> for the CPKBB to come up. Damn, and the Damn. CKMB from your heart is is zero, so that's all good. And mine were like twenty one. Oh, but I, it's not a percentage. But it, mine was um, yeah in a different range. You have a percentage range, but mine was a twenty one milligram oh. per liter, I believe. Okay. Um, so that's twice out of the reference range. And your CKMM yeah. is ninety eight percent. So here they calculate a little bit differently. Um, so at least uh, when it comes to your uh, yeah creatine phosphokinase levels, it's all coming from skeletal muscle, so we're good there. Cool. Uh, gluc- glucose eighty six fasted with a nighttime shot of eighteen IU as a growth hormone. That's very good, man. That's very good. yeah. Not it's not bad. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not bad. The A one C is a little higher Hemoglobin. than I want it, but. Well, I mean, you're eating between six to thousand, six hundred to a thousand grams of carbs per day. So, it's uh, most blood work parameters <laughs> that I see, even with in, yeah, even with insulin, your hemoglobin is going to go up when you eat that much carbohydrates. Okay. You know, ideally, you want to keep it around five percent. But, like for me personally, I'm doing a ketogenic diet most of the year, right? So my hemoglobin A1C is like four point seven, four point six sometimes, right. yeah. and if I use insulin, it's like four point five. Um, so it's it's you know it's a small percentage. Uh, that goes up like one percent up basically, and that's a normal fluctuation depending on how much carbs you eat. So as low as you know, four point six and as high as five point five, that's what I've seen on my own blood work results as well. But I was not yeah. using so much GH, obviously. Uh, fasting insulin is four point four. That should be a little bit lower, I would say. Um, so I've seen again, I've seen that start the... to trend up. Uh, yeah. So like it, when I did my test in. Uh, uh, May, uh, on the 2000 test, mm-hmm. uh, 800 master on and 18 IUs of growth. That mm-hmm. was a seven. And then before I started mm-hmm. the growth hormone, it was like a four. So I am noticing that it's uh, yeah. trend starting to trend up. So, yeah. Right. So when is your next mini diet coming around surgery time? So, I mean, now is kind of so that I can get you know, my weight, <laughs> my weight, my weight down for the for the CC oh, right, uh, yeah. CCTA test. So, um, so mm-hmm. I am I am br- starting to bring it down now. So yeah, hopefully, uh, good. That'll 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 bring everything else with it. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure hemoglobin A1C will pr- improve, but that's usually an average of three to four months, right? Depending yeah. on your red blood cell and hemoglobin content of uh, the red blood cell. And of course your fasting insulin will come down the fastest, just like your glucose and just like your triglycerides. But I would like to see that around four to seven mm-hmm. uh, micro IUs per milliliter on your fasting insulin. Still not bad, 
right? I mean, if you you know, if you do fasted cardio, then of course this this insulin will come down afterwards. Like I'm sure you didn't do anything besides drink water, right? Um, right. Yeah. No. So yeah, look at it. Wake the, up. Head in. Yeah. yeah. IGF one only two hundred forty nanograms per milliliter. It's kind of sad, no? It's all fake. Fake gear. <laughs> it's all fake GH. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. That's I guys talk about their IGF one numbers and it's like, yeah, mine mine floats between 150 and 250. And that that's all I get. Yeah. So, you know, it's always Same been here. like that. Yeah. I, I've never seen it. Same here. 300 or more. And no, it can but be you still got it, big, so so it's not the end of the world. So that's that's what I tell guys. I'm like, I wouldn't I wouldn't put so much weight into your IGF one number because, like, you know, if your IGF number is 400, 500, or whatever, and you're not growing, like, who gives a shit? Like, that's that's not good, right. <laughs> you know. So uh, yeah, right. it's it's uh, as long as you know, like, what your your tendencies tend to be, and and if you're mm -hmm. if you know for a fact your stuff is real, then I wouldn't worry so much about it, you know. But not right. What it is, and it, well, we can see in your growth hormone level, it's thirty point eight. So that's <laughs> that's definitely real. But now the question comes: <laughs> Did you did you inject some growth hormone like right before doing the test, or is this still lingering from the night before? So, so I did, I did this test, uh, mm -hmm. I shot it in the middle of the night. So I, so when I say, ah. when I say, when I say nighttime, uh, mm -hmm. that's one thing that I, I haven't, I've said it before, but I haven't said it enough times is because I always wake mm -hmm. up in the middle of the night to pee once. That's when I mm -hmm. do a growth hormone shot. So I was doing my 18 IUs all at like mm -hmm. two or 3 AM in the morning. And then with that, I would take ah. my uh, T3 and T4 so that I'm like completely right, smart. Yeah. So that's, yeah, uh -huh. so it's not, I didn't, I didn't, it's not like a 12 hour difference. It's more like maybe a three or four or five hour difference from shooting it. But Right. Yeah. yeah you're coming up on the tail end, I think, from the growth hormone. Because if you do 18 IUs sub-Q or IM, it's probably like 50 uh, yeah. nanograms per milliliter. Yeah. Yeah. Still quite high. It's a lot higher than most bodybuilders would get on a 10 IU uh, intramuscular shot two hours before doing their blood work, right? That's a typical way. But if you want super high, yeah, I got to do two, two IUs IV two, uh, five minutes before drawing blood. Right. Then you get like 100. 100. <laughs> <laughs> guys per milliliter. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yep. Steve, why is your growth hormone so high? I did it IV. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. That is, that yeah. is another way. Yeah. That's another way, yeah. Not for daily use. You we you already debunked that, right? That it doesn't make a fucking difference. <laughs> I yeah, I I tried it. Yeah, I didn't didn't really notice much, but yeah. It's so weird. I was coaching like a couple Arabs, like in Iran, and some Indians in India, and they swear it's by IV growth hormone. But these guys really? were nuts. Yeah, it's so it's it, like I did it. I did it consistently like three years ago to really test it out and. It's just such mm -hmm. a pain, such a pain in the butt, like yeah. setting up and, and, and trying is. to do that because, and it's also just like, I mean, it's not, it's so easy to just take it and just stab it in your shoulder and move on, but exactly. yeah, it's like yeah. get the vein and, and, you know, nail it and 
and then don't, you know, cover it and cause, cause that'll, that'll bleed and leave a bruise if you don't like put pressure on it. Oh yeah. Or whatnot. 100%. So you yeah. look like a freak Tell if you don't. It. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I did yeah. blunt work like this weekend, so you can see it here, uh -huh. right? And then today I did IV, so you got it here. Yeah. It's, yeah, uh, yeah IV uh, anti-aging stuff, NAD+, clorothion, vitamin C. So I bet I I've been keeping up with that. Yeah, I do I do that once All a All right. So that, that definitely okay, could yeah, help we, we, play we into should... these numbers too. Yeah, we so. should we should talk about that when we're done with your blood work because I uh, I really want to know. Okay, so testosterone six thousand sixty nanograms per deciliter, and I think it's way higher, but I think this is like the cutoff. It, a cutoff? I don't know. I think, Maybe. Yeah, like 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 some ranges only go to three thousand five hundred twenty-seven, and some go to like six thousand. Huh. So may, maybe give them a call and ask them. So is this the highest you can detect? Or is it really 6,500, uh, 6,057 nanograms per deciliter? Hmm. Makes sense though, with your, with your free testosterone based on your SHBT levels. Yeah. 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 That's interesting. Yeah. So look at that SHBG 6.2. How's your libido? It, you know, it's been normal. Like I, I still... <laughs> I still want to do it more than my wife does. That's for sure. <laughs> mm. But I mean, she's, yeah, now you got to be extra careful. Well, she's yeah, she's uh, she's she's worried about how she's uh, changing and stuff like that. So mm. it's, oh yeah, well, she gets it's a whole huh? yeah. it's a hell whole mind fuck for her. She's like, I don't don't touch me. I don't want to be touched. And it's like. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> well, I don't know. Oh, she's. Man. I like, think. We, I think. I think she's kind of turning turning the corner a little bit on it because um, the okay. first yeah the first trimester it's... was rough yeah yeah the first trimester yeah, they have it was so much harder than we do yeah it was rough mentally but um, mm. I feel like she's coming around and getting getting more comfortable with all of it so yeah I'm sure well she got a couple months left and then uh, then it's like a transformation time for her as well my wife has already got a transformation planned by the time she gives birth <laughs> that's good <laughs> so yeah I'm gonna do this and this she's got her diet ready I said you're not even pregnant yet what are you talking about so I just want to be ready yeah she used to compete right so she's she, mm -hmm. she, she loves that stuff so that's good. Uh, she's got everything ready already. Yeah, thank God. Yeah. All right, Esther Dial is like double last time, right? Last time was what sixty-five, and now it's one hundred thirty-two pachygrams per milliliter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, uh, it was six. Yeah, it was sixty-five when I was on two thousand tests and eight hundred master. Mm -hmm. And now it's one thirty-two yeah. on thirty-five hundred tests and fourteen hundred master. So, all right. So you might nice. want to go to that one-to-one -one ratio. Two, two grams of test, two grams of Mastro. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What, I, what, I, what I do think is because your ultra-sensitive estradiol is 132 and your regular estradiol is 132, it might be also at the top of the detectable range because both numbers are detectable and usually sensitive estradiol is a little bit lower. Well, there you go. Okay. Yeah, because when I saw that, I was yeah. like, well... Are they supposed to be the same? <laughs> I was like, no. that doesn't seem Usually right. one is, usually, yeah, usually ultra-sensitive estradiol is a little bit lower, and sometimes you see it a little bit higher. Interesting. Um, but estradiol, yeah, regular estradiol usually cross the text with a little bit of uh, estriol and esterone. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it might be, so you, you might want to give this lab a call. Said, I know my lumbers look high, but um, I'm a professional bodybuilder and I would like to know if these are the top of the, you know, and they're like, what yeah, do you no, do to your body, bro? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, I did not think about that. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now I've seen it so many times and I, I, I noticed it myself, like here in Thailand, they go up to like 3,500 nanograms per deciliter. So anything over 500 milligrams of test per week, they don't detect. Because I was on two and a half grams of steroids and then I wanted to go do blood work. I'm like, why is it so low? And then I called them. So why is it why is it so low? I take like enough testosterone for a whole football team. It should be way higher. And yeah. they're like, well, this is the highest we can detect. And you see that in many, um, uh, you know, blood work uh, clinics where they just detect as, as high as a certain amount and anything over that is that the machine just kind of fails and implodes on itself. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, even the, even okay. the machine gets depressed and how jealous I see. they are. So, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. So you, you might want to retest it. So are you going to, are you going to go to the Mastron, more Mastron route, or are you going to throw in an aromatized inhibitor like aromasin or, or something like that? You know, I I don't know. I know I don't because I don't mm. really want to inject more. You know, because I feel like that's yeah, that's the thing. Is like, do you do you want to do you want to go over three cc's a day? <laughs> or yeah, or, that's right. Huh? So yeah, I don't. I I'm still thinking thinking about that. I'm not sure which way to go with it. Mm. Um, you got a Mastron Enantate, two hundred milligrams for one milliliter. You can even do two fifty, right? Um, I mean, yeah, the, the higher you go, the more pip it's going to have, but, mm. um, I mean, 200. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, what, what do you, what do you think as far as like, would throwing in aromasin <sighs> like half a, what, I would, I would throw in like, yeah, like 25 milligrams of aromasin three times a week. Of course, okay. a lot of people are shitting on aromatized inhibitors, but you know, the same, the same reasons why aromatized inhibitors would potentially be bad is the same why mastrone would potentially be bad because it's all inhibiting the aromatized enzymes. And when you look yeah. at the list of what aro- uh, inhibits the aromatized enzymes, it's like the longest lift list ever. I made a, a video about steroidogenesis inhibitors. Yeah, You see that the, the list of potential aromatized inhibitors is so long <laughs> and then even things that are found in food sources are inhibiting the aromatized enzymes, zinc, vitamin B6. All these simple yeah. things that you take in a supplemental form is inhibiting that. And, and none of this are, those are associated with all these terrible uh, side effects that people attribute to aromatized inhibitors, which hmm. in many cases just extrapolated from the evidence on uh, postmenopausal women suffering from breast cancer. And then they crush their estradiol, right? They're already postmenopausal. They already have low estradiol levels and they bring it down to zero. Like, ah, you see, aromatized inhibitors are the devil. No, it's low estradiol, dude. Relax. Yeah. <laughs> Relax. Yeah. I would, yeah. I would, I mean, the psych, this cosmetically, it's clearly working. I, I would do like 25 milligrams of romacin three times a week and see what happens after a month. Sure. Okay. Just yeah, to kill, I'll, I'll, kill the aromatized enzymes. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Mm. I, I, I just, yeah. Yeah. My initial thought is, yeah, increase Mastron, but yeah, I don't, I don't really want to be injecting more than uh, three cc's a day <laughs> it's just not fun but what, what about reducing your test a little bit 
Oh yeah. So like I could bring it, bring it down to, to change the ratio. I mean, that's a good point too, you know? Um, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Could, could do that. that that's yeah. another option. Two two thousand five hundred tests, two thousand uh, master on intake. Could be. That could anyway, be. Anyway, or you yeah. keep it like this. I mean, yeah, you, or you keep it like this, and you throw in a little bit of aromacin. It's easy, you know. Three three tablets a week, and let's see what happens. Yeah, we'll test it out. We'll see. We'll take a look at it. All right. Cool. Well, your liver enzymes are all great. It's uh, it's appalling. Uh, <laughs> AST, AST is like 46 units per liter I mean yeah nothing to see here I mean dude your liver health is absolutely stellar this is very yeah. very good dude nice work you've been yeah, eating your bad. vegetables and your kidney <laughs> yeah and your kidney function is good too uh, blood through your nitrogen 16 that's actually quite low I would expect that to be higher based on a high protein diet creatinine is 1.03 that's also very very good uh Let's see this cystatin C, 0.81 milligrams per liter. So your kidneys are uh, working very, very well. I will say one thing, though, is that high doses of growth hormone help with um, uh, ultrafiltration of the kidneys. Really? So if you, yeah, so if you come off the growth hormone, your creatinine and cystatin C might actually be higher. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, uh, but this cool. is not a lot. Uh, uh, a 10% increase at most. So your creatinine might be 1.1 and cystatin C uh, 0.88. Yeah. Um, and that would still be within normal parameters, especially considering how much muscle mass you have. Mm-hmm. I would say that this is absolutely good. Electrolytes all normal. Uh, potassium 4.7. So no deleterious effects from high dose uh, telmosartan. And then we get to the complete blood count. And it all looks good too. Her blood cell count 5.2 million per uh, per cubic. Oh, you have a different range. A microliter, per... million per microliter. Okay. Yeah. Hematica, uh, 48.5%. Absolutely great. Yeah, and everything else is normal. White blood cells is quite high, 8.4. That's rare. <laughs> On that much steroids. Normally, you would see like three or four units really? uh, or a thousand per microliter. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, 8.4. Hmm. You were a little bit sick or something before you went in? A little cold? A little sniffle? I don't think so, but hmm. maybe something. Hmm. No. Well, okay. Could be one off. I'm recheck that again. Let's see if it comes down or it stays as high. Like some guys, they barely see a change on their white blood cells when they're on cycle. Yeah. But I would like to know, just for my own interest. Sure. And, uh, well, the only thing that I see that your vitamin D is a little bit on the low side. Yeah, I need to bump that. that, Right? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, no, I take uh, 10,000 IU daily of that. Um, Oh, wow. Yeah, I take a a decent dose of it. But, uh, Mm. yeah, maybe. So I do. When I saw that, I was like, maybe it would be better if I took it with food because I don't take it with food. But you have to have the capsules, right? So it's just a gel cap. Yeah, it is. This is vitamin D or fat soluble. So maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe take it with like 5,000 at the first meal, 5,000 at the second meal, and then see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, I was surprised that it was it was that low. I mean, the last time that I tested it, it was like, I believe it was 70s or 80s in uh, in May. Mm. Yeah, so, yeah, I was right. kind of kind of surprised. But also in May, 
I was tanning a little uh-huh. because before uh-huh, we went yeah. to Greece. So that, I think, right, that definitely uh-huh. contributed to that. But I was surprised that it dropped so much from that. So Yeah, yeah you're probably tanning. using more. I mean, you're... You're, you're so anabolic and vitamin D is just like any other micronutrient. The more muscle you have, the more your requirement goes up. Um, okay. You know, and again, it, it could be a little bit of an overlap with your immune system, right? Maybe that's why there's a small correlation between your elevated white blood cells and your low vitamin D3 levels. Um, how, lo- how long ago did you do this blood work? Like how many weeks ago? Uh, this was, this was t- uh, two weeks ago, Wednesday. So not last mm. Wednesday, but the Wednesday before. Yeah. yeah. Right. Any, any, do you remember anything like having a little bit of common cold or, or poor night's sleep or something like that? Mm. No. No, not at all. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Make the know. adjustments and test it again. Yeah. And then what everybody wants to know, how big is Chase Iron's prostate right now <laughs> on this much masterone? <laughs> right. PSA total, 0.27 nanograms per milliliter. So you're totally fine. Totally fine. <laughs> I know. Totally <laughs> fine. On the prostate. No, yeah. no biggie. No big deal. Yeah. No biggie. But the last marker that I made you test, because I was <laughs> curious, is your troponin I, which is elevated. 59 nanograms per liter, uh, nanograms per liter. Pretty high. Now, is this a high, is that a high sensitivity test or a regular test? Uh, I think it's high, high sensitivity, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So let's close this off and hopefully the internet connection gets a bit better. So there's for the, for the people at, uh, at home to know you have three troponin levels. You have a troponin C, a troponin I and a troponin T. A troponin C is uh, the exact same between skeletal muscle and uh, heart muscle. But troponin I and T, it's a little bit different between skeletal muscle and heart muscle. So if you do a high sensitivity troponin I or T test and it's elevated, then it's coming from your heart. Now, did you ever test this before or was this the first time? First time, never tested it. First time, yes. Yeah, so we, we don't have any longitudinal data if you if you got this before getting, uh, you know, the complementary government, um, you know, tap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or um, that it, this was elevated because you had an elevated coronary uh, or a CAC score, right? And that maybe caused it to uh, elevate. So usually it's in cases of um, the heart not getting enough oxygen in a particular case. And that's why your troponin I and T levels go up. That's the most mm-hmm. common, but there's there's so many reasons why this could be elevated. Again, mine are elevated, directly correlated to the double tap, right? The, the yeah. first one and the booster. Um, I have longitudinal data that goes back like three years. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I see a clear correlation, but of course with you, um, we don't really know. What is yeah. of note is that I see this more often than not in bodybuilders, because we train yeah. a lot, we use our heart a lot. Um, so here, I got a list here of uh, what can cause it to be elevated. Let me see. Uh, fast heartbeat. Yeah. High okay. pressure in the lungs. Yeah. Uh, congenitive heart failure. No, I don't think that's the case. Inflammation of the heart muscle. Uh, myocarditis. It's, it rings a bell. 
<laughs> uh, a blockage of the lung oh, artery yeah. from a blood clot. Yeah. Yeah, uh, prolonged exercise can also increase it, but that's usually in the case of triathlons, marathons, and that kind of stuff. Uh, injury yeah. to the heart, uh, like a car crash, for example, heart surgery, heart muscle disorder, like cardiomyopathy, and chronic kidney disease. But we just saw your creatinine and cystatinine being uh, normal. So what I would advise you to do is just when you go in for this uh, elevated CT scan, just run this past your cardiologist or uh, get the CT scan done again, run it past your cardiologist and see if they can do any specific imaging to see if there's a structural issue. Like I've done this with a CT scan and there were no structural issues. Yeah. But on an MRI, you can see that better. Yeah. Okay. So this is just uh, yeah, a, a marker that's elevated, uh, unfortunately, in this day and age. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah, I, uh, I, I told mm -hmm. all my... Uh, on my members, I said, uh, check uh, your next blood work. Let's get these checked and see, mm -hmm. get like a bigger, a bigger sample size to see what's going on and, you know, find out it, how big of a difference there is between people that got the shot and people that didn't and, and just kind of go from there and mm -hmm. see what's going on. Because, yeah, um, it, is, it is alarming. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, I've been talking about this for like, well, one and a half years now, and I got so much blood work. It's it's scary. It's scary. Yeah. But then the weird thing is like people go for imaging, whether it's CT scans or MRIs or echoes, and everything looks fine. Like yeah. there's no structural issues. There's no obstruction of blood vessels in people who are healthy, right? I mean, they might have an elevated CAC score, but that's, you don't see a clear correlation between the CAC score and, uh, you know, the these cardiac markers. Of course, if you have severe plaque buildup, of course, these markers are going to be way worse. But it's, um, yeah, I wonder what it is like in other athletes because I mostly see it from strength athletes, bodybuilders, yeah. strong, strong men, that kind of stuff. But then when you look at the MMA guys, they don't really have it. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Of course, of course, we need more data. But so I took five weeks off, right? Didn't go yeah. down. <laughs> It's crazy. <laughs> so it's not from training. Yeah, I said, that's bummer. I sat at home. I barely did any cardio. Didn't take any fat burners, of course. Right? Those are not allowed right now. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, still elevated. <laughs> so the weird thing is that like you don't have any discomfort, right? Me neither. I don't have any chest pain. I don't feel arrhythmias. Yeah. None of that. Yeah. But it is uh, it is elevated. Yeah. So this is basically the only marker that I would say, hmm, okay, be careful. But I'm still kicking. And you're no, still yeah. Kicking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, seeing seeing that number come back is is what pushed me to go ahead and, you know, get uh, that that uh, uh, test scheduled. CCTA? Yeah. The CCTA right. scheduled. So right. take a deeper look. Yeah. Well, Right, have a deeper look, and then and then you know make the appropriate adjustments. I mean, if your if your CAC score already came down, um, of course an MRI would be good also. But then you have to get on idium, and that's pretty harsh on the kidneys. Yeah. Uh, so I don't want to do that again. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. if you really want to do good imaging, it 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 you know you, they'll have to check your kidney function uh, because of the radioactive iodine or the gallonidium contrast that's that's quite heavy on the system. Also, that's why you can't do these too often. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So they they. Uh, they wanted uh, a kidney, they wanted a blood test prior to being accepted. Yeah. 
for it. So I was like, oh, mm -hmm. I just got my blood work last week. So I sent it over to them and they're like, okay. Yeah. Right. So, but yeah, that's yeah, something. Like, that's, yeah, double thumbs up. Right. Yeah. So there's, there's several things you have to have to like qualify for it. And good kidneys is one of them. Mm -hmm. A lower resting heart rate. Uh, you need to have mm -hmm. uh, a, a good blood pressure. Um, mm -hmm. and you need to be able to fit in the machine. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm surprised. <laughs> Do you think you can still fit? I think so. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't think it'll be yeah. a problem, but yeah, they, he said, he said the reason they set the BMI at 39 is because there's so much tissue between your heart and the scanner that mm -hmm. it's, it could make it you know, hard to read, you know, they couldn't get a good read on it. So, uh, yeah. so that's why they're, they're uh -huh. like, you know, they, they put that there, not necessarily whether you can fit in the machine or not. So I was like, Oh, okay. Right. So, so yeah. Exciting. That'll be Exciting. Let me know when you get the results. I, I've seen so many now I can semi interpret it for you. <laughs> <laughs> good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I've, cool. I've, se I've seen a lot over the last couple of years. It's uh, you usually get like a CD or something like that, and you can just have a little application to open that stuff up. And uh, yeah. I always make sure I get mine because you can make videos about it and then you can show it to people. So it's, you see how big my heart is, you see how generous, right? And uh, <laughs> you know, right? So much, so much love is flowing from this heart. <laughs> Besides this little part, this is obstructed here, but everywhere else, <laughs> it's going well. <laughs> yeah, no love here, <laughs> right. No, but I mean, based on what you're doing, I mean, your blood work looks very, very good. A couple of adjustments and you should be able to uh, keep kicking ass. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I'm very happy with, uh, happy mm -hmm. and surprised. I wasn't sure what to, wasn't sure what to expect, but yeah, I'm, I'm, it's good. I'm definitely, it's crazy. Like this blood work looks better than like some of the blood work that I got on, you know, much less, but also a very different looking cycle uh years ago you know it's just yeah it's crazy how much it really it depends on what you're choosing and um mm -hmm. you know and then and then the rest of your lifestyle outside of that so yeah of course of course i think if you you know manage everything you know which compounds work for you i mean you've been doing this for a couple of years you know how many years have you been in bodybuilding space decades I mean, i've been i've been on gear for 14 years so yeah Oh yeah, yeah, little, same as mine. A little bit, yeah, same as me. Yeah, yeah so so far so good, man. I mean, everything looks fine to me. A couple adjustments and it looks even better, and and no immediate reason for concern. So you have the green light to continue. <laughs> woo, <laughs> woo, woo! Perfect. Are you, do, you, do you think you're gonna get to three hundred pounds, or you're just gonna hang around two hundred eighty? Oh, I I don't know. I. I... I mean, like I said, I got to go down for the CCTA test, mm -hmm. but, but I don't know. I, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Um, I don't know. I feel like it's just, I feel like it's so easy for me to put on weight that it, it like scares me almost. Cause it's like, I, I was at 280 and like holding it steady mm -hmm. and it, it didn't feel like I was really trying, like really like pushing food for it. Because it's my appetite is so stupid. Like I could literally just eat so much. Like I feel like I'm always yeah, holding I'm back saying, a little on my food. Yeah. Like I feel like I'm always just a little bit reserved on how much I'm I'm eating. Like there's always like a little hunger. So it's just 
it's messed up, but <laughs> it's going to be like impossible <laughs> for me to downsize. Cause I just, I don't know how I'm going to not eat. Um, cause I'm going to have to starve myself if I want to get down to like, you know, 200 or something like that. But yeah, just, just stop, stop training and just do cardio and stop eating. This is a, tra well, it's a training that makes you super hungry. That's, that's what that's, that, I thought yeah. I would lose a lot more weight over the last year, not being on, you know, it, hardly mm. anything because like yeah and and i was holding at 240 and i was like all right well what the heck <laughs> so and then it all just like flipped back around super quick you know yeah hopping back on everything because you were you're off for what close close to a year yeah it's pretty much a year yeah 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 i mean you yeah. respond so well and of course all the muscle memory and all these uh you know, epigenetic response that you've built over the last uh, decades, you know, bodybuilding, it, it, every, you, you start turning everything on and then you respond super well, but you've also rested for a long time. You know, all these little injuries are away and your, your organs finally get a break from all the food and the drugs and all that stuff. And then when you do start, like that's, this is what I'm looking forward to myself. Uh, when you do start, the transformation is absolutely insane. Oh, yeah. That's, a, that's why I tell guys, absolutely. There, there's so many... People, they're like, what do I do when I go on vacation? Or, oh, I'm going to have to take, what, what if I take this month off? I'm like, dude, it, it doesn't go away. Like, it's going it, to, yeah. yeah, maybe you'll deflate a little, but as soon as you go back on, it'll just pop right back up and everything will continue on, you know? It's not it's not something exactly. that we have to be so scared of, for sure. So, yeah. No, I think a lot of people have just never been to that size and then they're still struggling and kind of working towards getting big. So they don't want to take breaks. But I do think it's important to take breaks, three months, four months, just to get come off stuff, clean out, you know, get super healthy again. And then when you do get back on, you'll respond 10 times better. This is why most of the Olympians, they come off for three months after the Mr. Olympia also. I mean, they hammer it hard. Don't get me wrong. I mean, there's so oh, much yeah. to win. Um, yeah. And then, the, you know, from, from December, January, February, and then maybe in March, they get started slowly again. And then April, it's uh, time to ramp up. Unless they do the Arnold Classic, but most of the guys they would just do one show a year, and, and they're off for like four months. Mm -hmm. But they hide away under a t-shirt and a hoodie, which is there's nothing wrong with. I mean, look at me, I'm hiding away too. It's fine. <laughs> there's yep. nothing wrong with it. You it's know? part of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's part of it. All right. Hey, man, it was good to have you on. I'm very happy that everything was working out for you. Yeah. Um, I'm a little bit jealous. And I hope I, I can join you in the sun um, in a couple months' time. I don't think I'll do this crazy chase iron cycle, though. Uh, but a little bit of TRT and, and some more growth would be nice. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. <laughs> You'll be okay. That's all right. right. Where can people find you? Uh, you know, uh, Chase Irons uh, is my YouTube. Chase Irons is my Instagram. My website is chaseironsfitness.com. And that uh, that's pretty much everywhere I'm at, so. Basically. chase irons everywhere mm -hmm. awesome it. so you you've now christened the terms uh, a chase irons cycle everybody knows what it entails five <laughs> grams of gear 18 units of growth a little bit of insulin and a boatload of carbs <laughs> a lot of carbs yeah yeah that's a lot of carbs i see that i am seeing it more and more like in like forums people will be like well what do you think of the chase iron cycle and it's like oh, God. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. you've, you've earned it dude you've earned it yeah you've you've you put it to all these guys on the, on the social media message boards hiding behind anonymity saying that they're doing cycles like this but no pictures to show for it yeah now there's finally a guy out there that has the pictures to go along with the cycle and it's uh it's, it's been crazy man i'm happy for you it's awesome thanks <laughs> cool yeah thanks for coming thanks on man good. i'll talk to you soon i'll see you yeah. soon by the way i'll see you for soon sure in, uh, yeah in no, Chicago. thanks cool thanks for having me on